Hello and welcome to episode six of Hookzilla. Um, yes, it has been like several months, three maybe. I don't know. It's At been, least. It's been yeah. a while. Um, we've had a lot of crazy stuff happen. Um, COVID. Yeah. It's not all COVID. No. Um, I can't work because of COVID. But it's not because I have COVID. That's a totally different thing. Um, so I'm kind of in the house. But speaking of house, we moved into the most magical, like, possible house ever. Like, it's just the most perfect place. And I love it here. Um, what else? What else new? I mean, that's basically why we haven't really done anything for the last couple of months because yeah. and even the other podcast that I'm on we took a month off because of me um, and uh, you know this this one kind of went to the wayside a little bit because life sucks and life life sucks in 2020 period life sucks harder if you can imagine in 2020 if you are attempting to buy a house and move in the climate that is the summer in the deep south so so yeah um not that anybody missed us but that is the explanation for our couple people missed us justin we love you we love you we're (laughs) sorry you know that it took this long to get another one but you, know, um, you talk to us in real life, so it's not like you've completely not heard from us. Yeah, I mean, you know, people can always like reach out and hit us up or whatever, but I get this was an ongoing thing and we had gotten pretty consistent, like as a plan, we were gonna do it every other week. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we said? Yeah, yeah like twice I, a month. Yeah. Like, like on your off week from werewolves. Right. And we didn't do that because we had to pack two houses and move but I think basically the 4th of July. Yeah, but I think that, you know, again, like, I don't think we need to really give excuses for anything in 2020, right? Because no. like everybody's life is, has been turned upside down in one form or another. Either you're, you know, like, like even in our house, right? Like your job, has been affected in that, you know, you don't get to go to it. Right. And my job was affected and I, I that I not only get to go, I have to go even more. So it's Oh, oh but you also got a new job. Yeah. That that happened too. Like that's that's a good thing. Um yeah, everybody's life sucks. Yeah. So what are we talking about this week? Uh, well, we were years ago when we talked about doing this episode, mm-hmm. not years, obviously, but Months, we but talked yes. about doing, uh, an episode where we talked about X-Men specifically, mm-hmm. um, to prove that you don't hate Marvel. That is, yeah, that is a uh, true statement. But because it's something that we both liked when we were well, younger. What happened? We, we found we show. We were, uh, looking at things on one of the many streaming services that we waste our money on. Yes. Uh, was it Hulu it, or Disney? I don't remember. Disney has it. One of it's them Disney. had the X-Men cartoon from the 90s. 
where the first episode I still have it somewhere is like Night of the Sentinels Part One and Part Two. Yes, it was a, it was a two two it was a weekly two part episode, uh, and at that time, you know, you wouldn't believe it now if you had like because people know like I I'm I'm the guy that hates Marvel and this that and everything, uh, but when I was getting into comic books uh, in my my early teens uh like wolverine and the x-men was like a, a big thing for me and i remember specifically remember when that cartoon was getting ready to come out because i would uh i would have to like because saturday was the day that my mom would take me to the comic book store to get my comics but we couldn't leave until I had successfully recorded the cartoon Ooh. on on my VHS. I'm not gonna say VHS player because I'm not pretentious. It was a VCR, but I had a tape and it ended up being a series of tapes that I recorded every episode for, for most of the run of that show. Because we didn't have streaming services and the internet and all that other garbage and like, you know, shit that everything is like instant readily available to yeah. us at our beck and like we had to record stuff when I was, you know, in, in high school. God, that's so, how I got most music. It was waiting for the radio to play the song I wanted yep. to hear. I had I had tapes of Batman the Animated Series. Oh my God, yes. Transformers. I didn't do Transformers, but Batman the Animated Series was like, if we have to talk all time favorite animated shows, it's that for me. Yeah, Batman for sure. Absolutely. Uh, And second would be the X-Men show. It's a great show. And I remember it being like super weird because like we kind of take it for granted now, right? Because video game things, Marvel specific, like video game, comic book things, yes. Marvel specifically is just like, it's everywhere in culture and stuff. When I, when I was a kid, it wasn't. And so, right? and so Pizza Hut doing an X-Men promotion was a big fucking deal yeah. back then. Now it'd just be like, of course they're doing a Marvel promotion. Well, because there's a new movie or a new whatever, video right? game. Now or, that yeah. you, you know, when, uh, when when uh, the Wolverine was coming out, Red Robin, who don't get me wrong, have delicious. They're they're they have amazing food. I love burgers, mm. but it's not like it's like a it's not like a Burger King size chain, right? Like it exists, but like it's not. But like they have a Wolverine burger, and I'm just like, really? Because that was so not a thing that I got to experience when I was into this stuff and the rest of the world wasn't. Well, and I think back to being probably seven, eight, nine, um, and being so obsessed with Storm and no other little girls knew what I was talking about. So I would be on the playground and I would be like the wind was blowing. I would pretend that I was Storm and I was making the wind blow. And all my friends that were, you know, the little boys or whatever, they were like, oh, whatever. And they were Wolverine and we would play. Mm -hmm. But the girls made fun of me because I was playing boy games. Mm. But 
now it's such a huge thing regardless of gender and I'm, I'm very happy about that but it's because it's everywhere like it's, yeah, I, it's so saturated it's funny to me that like it started to happen I feel like uh, because of this show because yes it was it was a crossover hit like no matter it was just a good show period right no matter what you want to call it 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 literally was a it was like a like people that 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 read X Men comics loved it, people that had never read a comic book loved it, and X Men became like this like pop culture thing, and it's funny that like it went away, because now it kind of feels like it's never going to go away like like all these comic book properties being like popular but like like the the X Men cartoon for Fox ended up leading into a Spider-Man cartoon for Fox that was just as popular. Yeah. And like all these all these things became like so widely known and then just like for whatever reason as they had been before kind of disappeared and became niche until this current crop of like live action movies and suddenly yeah. superheroes are cool again. Um, but it's it's just it's it's interesting that the the shows were as popular as they were, and then it fizzled out. And well, I think a lot of children that would not have been exposed to comics otherwise, like, got exposed to those characters through those shows, and then even though so I I read comics, but I only really ever read Batman comics, and it was a select few that I had. Um, so that show introduced me to X-Men characters. So mm. like the, the first episode is Jubilee. Yeah. And I, which I get, you're like, ah, she's just like, Ooh, look, it's oh, sparkly. I, I love Jubilee because she's, she's a distraction. Like she's the support character mm. and those are important. Well, they're just not flashy. Yeah. So here's the thing. I knew who she was. Um, from having read comics for years before the show See, started. I had no clue. My thing was, I had a, I had this a similar reaction to that, but to Kitty Pride. I love Kitty Pride. Who I didn't love, but the one of the video stores in the town that we grew up in, apparently, back in the day, uh, it, like in my, like, heyday or like the, the pinnacle of if you're going to make a cartoon and sell me toys, oh, yeah. it was G.I. Joe, it was Transformers, it was Thundercats, you know, all that stuff. Same. So whichever company, and I, I'm Hasbro, whoever it was, that was like behind uh, the Transformers cartoon, the G.I. Joe cartoon, they did an X-Men pilot. Oh yeah. And. For whatever reason, oh. it didn't become a series. No, and I didn't know this was a thing until you showed me. So, the pilot exists, and you can go watch it. It's called Pride of the X-Men. And if you grew up watching G.I. Joe, trans if you're an 80s kid and you've never seen this, find it. It's on the internet. Uh, for me, it ended up being at a video store in the town we grew up in, and I, and I rented it because I was into comic books, and I was like, what is this? It had Art Adams, yeah. had done cover art for this VHS, and so we rented it, 
and watched it, and it's straight up a G.I. Joe cartoon. Yeah, or a tra- like-, like even to the point to where you'll hear voices from 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 <laughs> a- voice actors. Oh, it's absolutely G.I. Joe characters that you recognize. Like Starscream is in there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dusty from G.I. Joe. Yes. Who's one of my favorite G.I. Joes. He is prominently in there. It gets weird. Wolverine's Australian. Don't know what happened there. No. But it's well, like if you have any nostalgia for those cartoons, uh, this is that, but X-Men. And it's it's... 34 minutes, 32 minutes, whatever. It's just a pilot that didn't get picked up and God only knows why. Because it is fucking phenomenal. It's a it's a great 34 minute. Look at you talking about something being phenomenal and Marvel in the same sentence. No, but I'm, I grew up watching those cartoons and like, God. No, it if, was really good. I watched it as an adult and that sometimes, you know, makes well, it a lot more difficult. Exactly. Like I watched it as a teenager who was into comic books. Yeah, but even now, like. They're into. Things that hold up. Like I can go back and watch He-Man from when I was a kid uh, and it is so bad. Man, it's painful. Yeah. God. Yeah. Like, so, like, things that hold up, like the X-Men pilot that you're speaking of, like, Mm. the actual show that we did get, like, like, those are, they're substantially, like, well-made. And they hold up. Like, I'll watch them as adults. Mm. Yeah, He-Man's not one of those. Yeah, no. It's so bad. Those are bad. Like, it was, obviously, it was a toy line, and they, they... Oh, Gem and the Holograms is another one. I absolutely was obsessed with Gem and the Holograms. Mm Mm-hmm. And now I watch it and I'm like, God, what was wrong with me? Because it was bad. Yeah. So, so we, we did get good ones, though. Sure. So we kind of, so this was the thing that kind of we wanted to talk about. Uh, what sparked the idea for this episode was kind of the X-Men, right? Right. Like, we both love the cartoon. Obviously, the cartoon's amazing. But, like, we both knew what the X-Men were prior to the show yeah and i guess like i we we talk about stuff a lot but like i guess i don't know that we've ever really talked about our origins with marvel's merry mutants like how did you <laughs> oh what was your introduction to the, was it was the cartoon like was it I think it was a combination. So it was it was a lot of things at a strategic time. Because you're younger than I am, so slightly, but I pre my comic book infatuation predates that show. Um, I think mine was like I had seen some Marvel, like specifically X Men. It was never any other Marvel stuff. It was always X Men when I was four. Or so, four or five. Mm. Um, so it was comics for it you? It was comics. Okay. But then when the show came out, it cemented, like, Batman will always be the, the, the top for me. Yeah. But for a small window in time, X-Men was more of a thing for me. Mm. And it was probably that six, seven, eight, nine age range. Um because I was obsessed with having superpowers and not like having superpowers and being 
like the idea that you could be made fun of for having them because I was the weird kid and I was going to a private school with all these like super southern like my parents have money kids and mm. I was not one of those I just happened to go to the same private school mm. so they made fun of me a lot and, and so that resonated with me because you know I was like I want to have superpowers and that was a thing and that's kind of where mine started. And it was always characters like, um, definitely Kitty Pride. Mm. I loved. Mm -hmm. um, Jubilee, mm. even though like she is very much a support character, and she her her superpower isn't the most flashy. Um, or is it? <laughs> it is totally flashy. <laughs> like literally, that's what she does. Um, and then, but Storm was, like, if I could have been anything at eight Storm. years old, it would have been Storm. She's such an interesting character. Like, not just, like, visually, but just, like, if you think about, like, she was an orphan. Yeah. You know, and then, and then was a criminal. Yeah. You know, when she was a pickpocket. Uh, and then joined the the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, and then became like this goddess, and then you know Marvel, not knowing what to do with her, like turned her into this. What's not Brotherhood? The Morlock. Sorry. She, yeah, I was, I was very confused for a second. I was like, wait, no. Uh, and then and then they make her like go punk. And she yeah. shaves her head and has a mohawk and stuff. Like they just—I mean, that looks coolish. They just—they—they they knew they had something with her, but weren't sure exactly what to do with her. And so they reinvented her so many times. I mean, and there are certain incarnations of Storm that don't really work so much for me, mm -hmm. obviously, and it works that way for everyone. But I think that uh, I just realized it's getting kind of dark in here. Um. With her, like the some of the more maternal aspects of her, like because she does, she's so caring, and mm. but she's in the cartoon maybe, but not not uh, in the not, not in the books. For sure. But I mean, I'm speaking spe specifically to the cartoon. Um, like so, that part of her character resonates with me because I have this innate urge to take care of people and to make sure everyone is okay. So, like that was kind of a thing. And if we're just going to talk about what she looks like, like the hair, the, the way she's drawn, like she's beautiful. And little kid me, all I wanted was to grow up and look like her, like to have the power she had to be that like God level badass mm. and to look like her like she was the ideal feminine like person to me um and not because she was built a certain way or anything it was just all of it right it was mm. she was a woman and she was powerful like super yeah. powerful and i was yeah. like women can be super strong and super powerful yeah and it was like awesome. out of, i would say out of all of the female x characters uh you know the fact that she got so you know how you know how they do the comics where it's like a new creative team is on a new writer comes on whatever like they they fuck with the roster yeah fairly regularly right 
and whoever the finger quote leader is, it, it varies. Obviously, Cyclops is usually one of them, but like, there's I, almost I always at least for me. there's almost always at least two teams, and and when I think back on on the times where there was like a female lead for one of the books, she was the one that always made the most sense. Yeah, uh, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like that, take charge. Like yeah, like that sort of. No, mm-hmm. um, I love Storm. She's badass. Yes. Um, but yeah, but I wanted to grow up and be Storm. Right. I can't. Like I can't speak to, you know, relating to that character uh, as a younger female, but <laughs> but just not. having you know, having read the comics since I was ten, which I guess is when I got into the. I, I got oh, into the it would have been about the same time I started. Yeah. Uh, you know, she was always kind of perceived. Because at that point, it was like mid-80s, and she had done the Mohawk thing, and I, and that, that kind of stuff, I retroactively got to experience. Like, when I started reading, you know, it was kind of Wills Portacio, Jim Lee, X-Men, and she was um. not one of the Morlocks anymore. She was, you know, one of the... the kind of leaders uh, in, you know, ex-continuity. Uh, and, and a lot of her story I experienced through buying back issues or reading arcs in which they went back to her past and stuff like that. But, like, she very much is, um, when I think about the characters that have led ex-teams or, or who are known for being leaders in that particular corner of of comics, she absolutely comes to mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, not my favorite character, but but. Uh, well, I think from and maybe this is just me, but with X Men specifically, my favorite character changes and evolves with like me where I am in that point in my life. Mm. Like teenage girl me, my favorite character was Gambit. Yeah. Cause duh. Why? Because Because <laughs> Remy's voice and Because a douchebag a Cajun <sighs> douchebag who threw playing cards. Yes, absolutely. Was amazing. I, for some, whatever reason. Because I hate Gambit. I know. I know. Most most dudes are like, he's stupid. It's no, it's not because because I don't, it's not because I'm not sexually attracted to him. I just think it's a dumbass character. Now, logically, me now, looking back, I'm like, God, that is kind of stupid. Yeah, but, he just was lame to me. But, I mean, like, younger me was Wolverine Storm. Then it became Gambit and Rogue. And then, as I got older, I was like, God, to be Rogue would suck. Hmm. Like, little kid me, because I was not super affectionate, and I don't like people to touch me. Um, but, like, the idea that you could never have human contact. See, that's oh, that's why that I like suck. Rogue. Like, the fact that she's, she's like, I mean, she's super, like, overpowered because she took, Ms., like, Ms. Marvel's powers, right? Yeah. Uh, but the fact that she's so OP, but at the same time, 
is so aware of what will happen if for one second she forgets or like she lets go or she she's not yeah, in control. Self-aware or in yeah. control uh, of what she's capable of. And that's why that character is interesting to me. I mean, if she's... Gambit is just a moron who throws fucking playing cards at people. 36-year-old me will absolutely agree with you. I'm talking about, like, 14-year-old me who was just like, oh, but his voice. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, Beast. Beast is always going to be in Beast. my top three. Yeah, Beast he, is... I love Beast. Probably overarching, he's my favorite X-Man. I hate, hate Kelsey Grammer. Oh, no. In X3 as Beast. It just... But I love First Class Beast. I don't know. What is that kid's name? I have no idea. I have such a weird, like... He was such a good Beast. I have such a weird hot and cold relationship with the films versus the books. But yeah, Beast. I love Beast. Beast in the cartoon is probably my favorite Beast. Oh, uh, yeah. To be perfectly honest. He was so good. Well, I mean, just the idea that he is this well, the other super thing, intelligent, amazing, good mm, person. The other thing that you have to kind of get into if you're going to talk about Beast and like the X-Men is... If you want to go back to the originals, right? Yeah. And then, you know, versus kind of what we we know and 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 for our age demographic, what we know as the X Men is Beast being a blue furry, super smart guy mm-hmm. who like you know hangs off pipes with his feet, stuff like that. And Archangel versus Angel, oh, oh. because. You know, we, like I'm older than you and I just narrowly missed the transition from the original X-Men to Uncanny X-Men and then, uh, and then X-Factor, which basically was the original X-Men, but after Apocalypse yes. had, had tortured and changed them and, and Angel became Archangel and Archangel is bad fucking ass. Like again with the uh, weird you, attraction to comic book characters, Archangel was always if you're gonna talk hot about AF. if you're gonna talk about uh, just visually interesting characters. Oh yeah. When you take a guy who Goldilocks and his stupid little halo costume <laughs> with his feathery wings, and you turn him into this purple. Mm-hmm. In in hot pink or whatever whatever his the trim it's like magenta ish whatever it was and his feathers become these metal wings like the the, that are the metal mech as wings. fuck oh. and like and like he flings like almost like throwing knives from the wings and he's fucking badass right and you take a guy who who just looked like a shaved gorilla and. He's suddenly like a blue werewolf. That's so fu- that's so much fucking cooler, you know, than than what people and then you know the the other two changed, but not to that extreme. Yeah. And I was just like, man, as much as I got into Uncanny, I like I loved X Factor because holy shit, 
Like Beast was fucking badass. Archangel was like the epitome of badass. Yeah, I'm so, like, I cannot wait for us to get all of the comic books organized so I can go through and read like entire runs of things again. Um, I know one of the things that we have started doing for the last few months is you went back to getting polls at a comic shop. I did, yeah, I, I had for uh, a year or maybe longer, I had been and buying my comics online. Which I didn't realize until I watched you do it, how much work and effort yeah. and headache that was. I was like, oh, it's fine. You just look at a book and you order your comics. That's mm. cool. You don't have to go anywhere. Mm -mm. And then that is ridiculous. Like, it would take forever. What I was doing is essentially why comic book stores exist. Is so you don't have to do that. Yeah, and I'm really glad that we started well, and going we have an, that. We have an amazing store. Uh, we're luck, lucky enough to have an amazing uh, place to go to. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people don't. And there's nothing wrong with using DCB or whatever to get comic books. But man, it's so much easier to tell a guy who does it for a living, hey, I want this book. And then you just go to the store and it's there. Yeah, and he's just... It doesn't hurt that he's one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. Yeah, Pat, super cool. Um, and it's just, it's a small spot, like it's not huge. Yeah, it's um, nothing like it used to be. And I'm still looking for Swamp Things, and I've gotten everything he has. Mm -hmm. um, I actually got something that I already had because I wanted to get it from there, just yeah. to get it from him. Yeah. Um, but he's like super nice and. In going there with you, I ended up getting a new comic, which was shocking that I even wanted. But the cover, uh, and this isn't even a me thing. This is a you thing. Because cover art doesn't suck me in the way it does you mm. as often. Mm. But, yeah, I grew, I grew up watching Buffy, like the first few seasons specifically. I don't really care about, I'm not going to rewatch it ever. People swear that that is the greatest show ever. It's whatever. I liked Willow. Obviously, I like witchy things. Mm -hmm. But, like, you're getting your stuff. You're making sure there's not extra stuff you need. And I walk by, you know, the wall, and there's this Willow comic, and it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And so I got that, and mm -hmm. I got the second one. And then we went back last, what, Yesterday. I don't know. Yeah, was it? Yes. My days are running together. Um, and I got the third one. So I have that to read and I'm kind of excited and it may be horrible and that's fine but the art is gorgeous so yeah. that's probably the first time I've ever done that like bought something based on cover art Ooh, I mean I know and now I feel like this is not a rabbit hole I want to go down it's dangerous I know but I did it anyway and like, now like I'm gonna buy it specifically not not just your example but this week is a prime example right detective Oof. 1027 came out which is the 1000th episode of detective featuring batman because as we know in 1939 detective 27 is the first appearance of batman yes and they did a multitude of covers i want to say close to 15 maybe it was and a lot it was a ten dollar book and thankfully uh once we got to the comic book shop he had sold out of most of the ones he ordered so I only ended up buying two 
but there were at least four that I would I was for sure gonna get uh, if he had them, and that would have been forty dollars. Yeah. So I only got two. Well, I know you wanted the one of the scarecrow. Gabriel Delato. Yeah. Painted a scarecrow cover, and I wanted that. There's one. another scarecrow cover that we both like. Mm -hmm. And then I really, really, really wanted the Catwoman Harley. Yeah. Poison Ivy. Ivy in that picture, like in that cover, is just breathtaking. Mm. Like, I didn't even care that Batman was in that cover. Like, that's how pretty that was. Yeah. Um, there were so many great ones. Like, the Jim Lee one, I love Jim Lee. He's one of my favorites of all time. I just, like, that one didn't really grab me mm. as much as I expected it to. Um, but, yeah, no, there were... There were probably six that we could have picked up yeah, without like question. Yeah, like 60 bucks for the same comic. Yeah. It makes no sense, but like I would have done it because like for as much as like I love reading comics and stuff like that, like my thing has always been art. It's the same reason why like, you know, I, I buy movies and I spend lots of money on like uh, boutique kind of blu-rays blu like boutique company like blu-rays who put out stuff because like even if it's a movie i already own if you're gonna you know give me new artwork and it's like really nice artwork uh or, or the packaging is special in some way yeah i'm gonna buy it and like i own so many copies of army of darkness it makes no sense no sense uh, you know, between VHS up until Blu-ray and even 4K in some some instances, uh, if it's if it's if it's something that I enjoy and I appreciate, and you put new artwork on it, you've already got you've got my money, and I'm I'm helpless. I can't resist. Like like when I lived with Gene in the apartment uh, back in the good old days, he would make fun of me because. We got a, a DVD player, right? Which wasn't a thing that everybody had back then. No, because right? like they were super expensive. I had a DVD before I had a DVD player. And so, so we had like a handful of DVDs, and I was like so into that stuff. Like there were, I would sometimes like when he was watching wrestling or whatever. Like, I'd go over to the entertainment center and take the, the DVDs off the shelf and just look at them. Like, just look at the covers. Like the art. And look at the back and all the, the screen grabs on the back and look at the artwork. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I just, I just, like, I just like the artwork. And, like, I, and, and for me, that was just a normal thing to do. And I guess not everybody does that. And I didn't realize it literally until then. Well, I mean, I've listened to other podcasts where they talk about that. Like, that, that there are people that do that. Um, we've had conversations where you've asked me, have you seen XYZ movie? And I'm like, I don't know. And then you talk about the cover. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I love that. I watched it 500 million times. Mm. But then there are people who have no clue. So, I mean, I don't think it's weird. But I'm also kind of weird. So yeah, it's, that it's, doesn't work. I think it's weird. But, um, but anyway, you also got a piece of art in the mail this week. I did. Yeah, I forgot about that. 
but I just saw it. I mean, it, I think so. I've basically like shared it on all my social medias or whatever. But if you're listening to this and you don't follow anything else, um, go look at my Twitter or my Instagram. It's Mr. Bones everywhere or Mr. Underscore Bones. Uh, but yeah, my buddy, my buddy Steve uh, has a new print. Uh, and you should absolutely look at it and order you one. It's gorgeous. It's a Motel Hell print. Um, and, you know, people come from miles around for Farmer Vincent's fritters. Uh, and uh, he, he knocked this one out of the park. He's, he's very talented. Um, but the detail on this one, and specifically, uh, I couldn't do it. Uh, and I, I like to draw, but uh, the flannel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's a flannel shirt, and it should be whatever, but, like, the detail he put into it and, like, the folds and the colors, like, all of it, like, not to, not to undersell the rest of the print, but, like, this flannel shirt on this print, I was just like, shit, dude. It's like, so good. It's so good. But I was uh, thinking about that, like when you're talking about like appreciating visual things for the sake of them being visual things, like mm -hmm. we, yeah, like I did I need another print. We still haven't put up anything. No, like our walls are bare. You're right for the most part. Like I today said like, something about putting stuff up, but but you know it's like I have friends who are talented, and I want to celebrate their talents. And so I want other people to recognize and, and you know, well, I celebrate know, or enjoy, the, enjoy my friends who are super talented. When you moved into your old house, like you wanted everyone to draw or create art for you yep. to decorate your house with. Yep. And you've gotten some things from friends. And mm -hmm. the idea that... Well, I mean, you're the only person who's ever made me art, other than my children <laughs> or your children. Yeah, that's like Katie did. Yeah, I mean, like that's actually the art that's hanging up in this room. Mm -hmm. Is stuff that that Katie did um, for me at my old house. But I love the idea of art that people make specifically for you, based on like what you what they think to make for you. Does that make sense? It does. It, it's like you telling your friends, "Hey, I I don't want to put stuff up in my house that I buy. I want you to." Yes. Yeah, that's that was awesome. the thing. It's like I could I could go out and search specific <clears throat> art or, or things on the internet that already exist. Yeah. And are done by established artists who do what they what they love for a living. And I could have absolutely wallpapered my whole house. Uh, but my thing was, you know, I have so many talented friends. And, and you know, th that, are, that are amazing artists in their own way, yeah. in their own right. And it would have meant so much more to me to be able to put their artwork on the walls. At, at my house than it would have been for me to spend $60 on a print from and not that these artists don't deserve my money they absolutely do and and as it turned out 
you know, I ended up kind of doing a 50-50 split. So, you know, somewhat uh, with, with the artwork and stuff. But like, you know, when I, when I said that and I, was, and I put it on social media and I was like, it doesn't even matter. It didn't have to be my artist friends. I was like, anybody who wants to do this. Yeah, and you actually said like that I should have done this. Mm -hmm. And it makes me laugh because I can't draw like at all. Doesn't matter. Like it's, It'd be so you know, bad. I just wanted to like, I wanted to celebrate, you know, uh, my friends who, who were, who do art and enjoy doing that, you know, not necessarily for a living, but like deserves to be doing it for a living. Yeah. But also to try to inspire anyone who had like an interest in any capacity, even if they thought they were terrible. And I was like, hey, you know, even like so many people, like I can't draw a stick figure. And I'm like, draw me a strict stick figure. I'll put it on the wall. Like it's like, well, and that was our conversation because I said, I can't draw. I like my stick figures don't even look right. Mm. And you were like, well, I don't care. Do it anyway. Yeah. And I'll you taught it. me how to do Batman yep. like in a couple of minutes. Yep. And then I was doodling flowers, which is the only thing that I can draw mm -hmm. are these weird flowers that I've drawn since I was a kid. And you're like, see, you can't draw, but it's not anything of value to other people. Yeah, well, if you'd have drawn me a flower, I'd have framed it and hung it in my house. Oh, well, I probably, that mean, I should have a long time ago, but now it doesn't matter because well, I'm not going to put one on this You're wall, doing so. uh, other things that we should probably kind of transition towards because we're kind of wrapping it up here. Yeah, we got a few, but, uh, oh yeah, I was going to hit on the fact that <laughs> I was going to hit on the fact that we've been you still are playing D2 I haven't been oh yeah yeah um, well I'm trying to I yeah I obviously still playing Destiny 2 uh, we did attempt to play D1 I still play uh, well you're not here I play D1 apparently if you're a, a Destiny player and you want to go back and experience Destiny 1, well, you're shit out of luck unless you just want to play vanilla Destiny 1 because even uh, if you buy the... The entire game with all of the DLC. The, yeah, whatever they call it. The, the edition that has all the DLC and stuff like that. Uh, those codes have expired at this point and you're wasting your money. So don't do it. I mean, and it's one of those things like we have it... I mean, I could buy it digitally, and it's sixty dollars. I'm not paying that, and no. so it hurts my heart. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you're still playing D2. I haven't really been playing. Sure. My best friend's daughter mm. has shown some interest in playing, and then she was here playing on my account as mm. a Titan because we know I don't play as my Titan. He's mm. like she's super neglected. So now my youngest son. It's like, oh, well, she's playing. I want to play, too. Mm. So I probably need to find that disc and let him play. Mm -hmm. um, eventually, I'll start playing D2 again. But D1 pissed me off so bad. Like, it was, it was bad words. Um, and I really wanted to do, like, the Taken King and all of it. Right. 
the House of Wolves. Like mm -hmm. that was super exciting, and Rise it's such Iron. a good game. Taken King, yeah, D one's amazing. I'm, but I'm not paying sixty bucks for it. So. Well, it makes no sense if you buy. Uh, oh. a physical copy of the game that's supposed to be like the entire thing, right? It's like all the DLC, it's like the complete, the whatever collection. You know what I just, I thought about, what if they gave me the wrong disc? They didn't. No, I didn't think You're so. not the first person, like I said, you're not the first person to. It just hurts my feelings. This happened to, so. Uh, but I did want to touch on that before mm -hmm. we kind of close out with what I have been doing since I haven't been able to go to work. Mm -hmm. um, I don't do well with like twiddling my thumbs. So I had some stuff laying around in the basement that I had that could be used to make things like bath products and candles and such. So I decided randomly to make some candles. Um, I mean, it's quality products. Like I, it's soy wax and stuff. So they're a little bit longer lasting and I always made sure that the stuff I bought when I finally did use it would be really nice. Mm. Um, so randomly on a Wednesday, I created a website and started selling these candles that I started making in our kitchen. Um, it's It's been super fun and I was a little apprehensive at first because I don't create a lot of things. Like I'm, I'm creative, but not in the ways that you are. Like I'm not artistic. Um, but I think some of the shock that I get from you from making like a bath bomb, like how big of a deal that is to you, mm. I didn't realize that that could be a big deal to anybody. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a thing that I know how to do. Mm. Um, candles and whatever. Uh, one of the things that I was the most proud of is I looked online for candles that smell like comic books mm -hmm. and I found candles and they're like $16 and they're tiny little candles. Mm -hmm. Which um, you bought. I did. I bought two of them. So I spent 32 bucks on little tiny candles, mm -hmm. but they smelled amazing. Like yeah. I couldn't help it. Right. And then I did the research and found out what makes books smell like books and like the chemical composition of like what makes the pages smell the way they do. And I decided I was going to combine those types of chemicals and make my own candle mm -hmm. that smelled like books. Yep. And it does. Yep. And so, I, like, I'm very proud of that. Um, I will say, like, you know, I, I am a, you know, I am a man, but I appreciate candles. Like, in, in my yes. house, <laughs> uh, I always would have... Like my house typically smells year-round, not just for fall. My house smells like pumpkin or some some fall variation scent. of pumpkin spice or whatever, because that's like that's my jam. Uh, and you bought those. One of them was like vintage comic book or something. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, and you started, you know, you you when you burned that at the house, I was like, man. That really does smell like like kind of like an old comic book. And then when, and I'm like, I'm gonna sound like I'm advertising and I'm not. I'm being 100% genuine. Like, and I told you this. Like, you made one of those the first time and I was like, I don't know what you did. That smells exactly 
like that comic, that comic, that candle you bought that was supposed to smell like old comics. Like yeah. it, the whole house smelled like it when I came home from work. And that is one of the pluses about making candles in the kitchen. Like, mm -hmm. so I'm creating them, but also I get to reap the benefit of what it smells like. Mm -hmm. um, and that candle specifically was my favorite. But yeah. when you said that, like I didn't realize how dead on it was until I had them side by side. Yeah, it um, was the exact same thing. And this is just, you know, proof that my nerdiness is helpful sometimes and that I looked up the chemical composition of paper mm. and like the chemicals that are used on paper. So. So, yeah, uh, if you want an old book candle or. Uh, I got pumpkin pie, apple, like a whole pumpkin. lot of false scents right now. Uh, there's a cotton candy one that we call the Dancing oh, Clown. The Dancing Clown is adorable. You should probably tell people what your website is in case oh, they're yeah. interested. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Let It Fly. Obviously, that's all one word. Dot company. Dot site. Um, yeah, they're shipping. The, all the prices included with shipping, depending on where you are. Um, they're pretty comparable to other soy-based candles. They're... Right now, all I have available are four ounce candles. Uh, we should be doing some nine ounce candles pretty soon. Maybe another week or so before that stuff gets here. But I try to keep a variation of what's on there, like different kinds of smells. There's also some bath products, and I'm going to continue to make that. But and her, her, one of her first mistakes was to ask me to help her come up with like names. <laughs> For the sense, yeah. and I, I am nothing if not a well of terrible ideas for what things smell like. So, like, you know, you, you could go to let it fly dot whatever the fuck. Company dot site. Yep. And, uh, you know, right now it's like, initially it was like kind of witchy love potion and this, that, the other. And the dancing clown was one of mine. Uh, and then the, the coffee cake, which is coffee talk. Yeah, that's totally uh, it. But, you know, next week there's probably going to be one called Bigfoot's Dick. Who knows? Yeah. And the thing I is, just, I love the fact that it's a collaboration of, like, me making, like, crafty things. She does all the work. I come up with dumbass names for it. It's, it's whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's what we bring to the table. Like, it's, it's our strong suit, so... Um, yeah, check out the candles. Um, right now, it's kind of my sanity, so if I appreciate it. We're, we're, we're very new to this. Yeah. We're kind of getting into it, but we're excited, and it's fun to do. And if you like candles, like, and I like candles. Yeah. Uh, but if you like candles, you know. Oh, and if you're seriously looking for the one that smells like books, it's called Librarium. Librarium. Thanks, yeah. to, thanks to Mitch, because he... Found out that's what it is in Latin, and I love the idea of having stuff in Latin because obviously Latin. Um, but yeah, so I think this has been a good catch up episode. Yeah, X Men. Catch up, haha. Um, X Men and candles. X Men candles. Uh, we moved into what your friends like to refer to as Wayne, Wayne Manor, Manor. Uh, our giant house in the middle of the woods in the middle of town, which is really confusing to people sure. but we really are in the middle of the woods in the middle of town mm -hmm. it's amazing um 
This is the most magical place I've ever lived. I love it here. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been nice to catch up and actually record. Yeah, thank you for the two people. It was uh, two or three, yeah. That mentioned, like, Where having Godzilla went? us not done an episode for a minute. Yeah, um, and I know that the people that mentioned it also knew we had stuff going on, but they were sure. like, hey, we, you know, it's been a while. We love you, Justin. Yeah, Justin, we'll call you out specifically. Um, I also want to shout out Tommy again because oh, West course. Point Buy Sell Trade bought one of everything that I made. Hell yeah, Tommy coming through. And then posted through. it on, like, son. dude, you didn't have to do that, and I appreciate you more than you could possibly know. Um, because he, you know, owns a physical shop, so not only did he purchase candles from me, he's selling like advertising he's advertising them, for in us shop. but also he bought one of everything yeah. which he did not have to do no. so and uh i super appreciate you for that so um if you want candles check out the site if you want to suggest something for us to talk about or we don't care yeah. <laughs> we'll probably forget we want to talk about yeah I'll, I'll listen to suggestions <laughs> uh what else x-men Yay, X-Men. I love X-Men. If you want to talk about the X-Men... We should watch the X-Men. Mm, no, not them. <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> oh, okay, so... Uh, yes, X-Men is awesome. I'm going to eventually read my Willow comics. Sure. Maybe I will share how I feel about those. You probably should. Yeah. Uh, and I think now we are going to... Go watch Sinister 2. Yep. And uh, that's So fine. thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for putting up with our ramblings. Yes. Thank you for caring what we have to say. Uh, this has been episode... Six. Six. Hey, I remember I wrote it down. It's right in front of me this time. Of the Hookzilla podcast. Um, yeah, we will be back... Uh, Soon-ish. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to get back to a bi- If we have, if we come up with something to talk about in the next two weeks, uh, we'll be back. Yeah, we should have Spooky something season. to talk about. This is the time of year we will have a lot to talk about. Right. So, um, I'm super excited. We got to decorate for spooky season some today, too. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we'll talk about that. Anyway, thanks for listening. Check us out in two weeks or so if we can get this figured out again mm -hmm. um check out the website look for the funny names that he comes up with for candles uh as i make them they will be posted so and there's new stuff all the time because some stuff gets removed once it gets sold out and then new stuff goes up so i'm gonna read comics we're gonna go watch a movie mm -hmm. uh thank you for everything we really appreciate specifically justin for telling us to do this again <gasps> um and anyone else who actually gives a shit to listen to this, we appreciate you a lot. But with that, I'm going to say good night. Mm -hmm. All right. Good night.